0: this is pulse 95
1: pulse 95
0: a story to tell
1: this is pulse 95 live at the international government communication
0: forum yes we are here live at the international government communication forum it is pulse 95 live and we are so excited to be welcoming to our studios the man behind the book spike strengths positively identified kickstart excellence in his groundbreaking book leading executive coach renee Carriol shares the magic and simplicity of this spike philosophy and he is somebody who is counseling the world's biggest leaders he is here in sharjah at the international government communications forum and we're so excited to have him renee welcome
1: proud and privileged to be
0: here, and definitely a man who has a voice for radio listen to that yeah <laughs> <laughs> amazing you are of course a seasoned broadcaster as well somebody who's who's no stranger to television as well the bbc yeah. um, you know just incredibly exciting to have you renee but it kind of take us back a little bit you know your session was in fact yesterday yes. so talk to us a bit about your session what you talked about
1: so it was a really enjoyable session we had a fantastic facility and um zaina was brilliant she really put everyone under pressure she she managed to get to the nub of things. But the real issue, I think, the issue at stage was that the government of Charger has done many, many brilliant things. I mean, really, really good things. In terms of infrastructure, development, education, health, it, the list just goes on. But I sense there was a little frustration that the citizens of Charger maybe are not responding in an appropriate fashion. Mm. I.e. getting up, getting involved, feeling proud about it and taking advantage of it. and bringing some more to the table. So the session was, how can we communicate better as a government that creates some excitement around the changes and get some involvement and some engagement around it. But I felt very strongly that before long, we were getting a little pessimistic and negative about how the media covers it, how maybe Arabs have developed or missed opportunities in the past. And to I me, mean, that's a little disappointing. Because I think if you're taking, so much has been done that's positive, remain optimistic, keep the narrative positive, and keep expectations. If, I mean, the rule number one, who wants to follow a pessimist? Who wants to work for a pessimist? Mm. No one. Yeah. So therefore, instead of worrying about what hasn't happened and what's gone wrong, how about focusing on what's gone right and what actually has been achieved? Let's talk up everything that we have done, and let's set our expectations high, and create some excitement amongst the citizens. And to me, that comes more from stories and strategy. As I always say, managers talk strategy, leaders tell stories. And I shared a great quote from Maya Angelou. Not everyone remembers exactly what you've said, but everyone remembers how you made them feel. And this is the onus of leadership. And you know what they also say is, good leaders create followers, great leaders create leaders. We need to create some leaders out there amongst the citizenship. And for me, there are already many leaders out there. And the big, big, big clue: look for those without authority who can influence and persuade in a very grassroots, grassroots fashion. Engage them. Talk them up. Mm. Use them as your change agents. They're the ones who are going to set the world alive. It won't come from government. Yeah. It won't come from media. It comes from ordinary people achieving extraordinary.
0: Because often, oftentimes, we do talk about you know important initiatives, whether it's you know, to do with the environment, whether it's, uh, you know, to do with anything that, that better society and uh, the change can often be quite s- slow, but you do have those people who are out there who are trying to do the work, but, you know, it feels like very lonely work when you're the first to do something.
1: And brave enough, got the courage, stick your neck out there and then you get hammered by media or hammered on social media. Mm. So I, I shared a story that a phenomenon that I'm feeling around the world at the moment is plastic. Yes. You know, a year ago, and no one was mentioning it, today it's on everyone's agenda. Yeah. I was flying into Dubai the day before yesterday, and on the screens was a very simple but very compelling piece. A whale had beached itself on a beach. Mm. Mm. And the cameras closed in, they opened up the whale, they found 40 tons of plastic. It was gory. That's it not
0: 40 kilos, 40 tons 40
1: tons of plastic. Of plastic. In its stomach. Very sad. It was very sad, but it was so touching, so moving. It was memorable, it was unforgettable. It didn't need a commentary. No one needs to say anything. They just showed it. It's that visceral, it's, it's that emotional connection. I I'd sometimes think that well-intentioned governments get themselves involved in real intellectual thought pieces that know, after a paragraph, I'm done. Right. I sometimes so-
0: even after a sentence, you're
1: done. Tell me a story that I'm never going to forget. Yes. Tell me, David and Goliath, who's ever going to forget the story? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's simple, it's compelling, and those stories, they're real stories about real people who are doing great things on the back of the investment, the incredible investment that government has made. But go out, capture the stories. Yes. Don't go out and feel pessimistic and blame people for not trying. Yeah, but yeah. Renee. So, so, since we're in the topic of you know um, being pessimistic, well, there's obviously you know you're you're based in the UK, and uh, you, you, it's your it's your home now after you left Gambia. Yes. So now, your thoughts on the biggest news of two thousand nineteen Brexit? The biggest self-inflicted wound <laughs> that any nation could manage to conjure up. Yeah. Look, from the way it was communicated in the beginning. Yes. But to you know, where we are now it's, it's another one about pessimism versus optimism A lot of people felt unhappy with globalization the impacts and implications of globalization and in a way very similar to the phenomenon of Trump's America. Those of us who live in cities who may be a little bit better off maybe with a little more access to education feel wonderfully proud to be European and we felt re- remaining was our way and we'd never leave. We neglected the feelings of others who felt a lot more pessimistic mm. and who were subject to the pessimistic noises of the Brexiteers. Now, it's very clear the Brex- Brexiteers managed to campaign brilliantly, but it was full of lies. Let's call it what it was. Full of lies and half-truths and mystery, but it sounded compelling because they, they were so pushy and optimistic about a world without outside of the Euro- European Union. My fellow Remainers were complacent A silent and polite majority which didn't feel that it was their place to start slinging mud. Mm -hmm. No, but it was our place to get energised and start to tell positive stories about staying in the European Union. Look, for 70 years since the Second World War, European, the Europe has not been at each other's throats and we haven't had war. Forget everything else, it's peaceful. Do we want to move into a world where it's not peaceful anymore? No. People forgot that. We didn't have a campaign, we didn't have any leaders.
0: It's just, you know, it's a perfect example of exactly what you're talking about. Getting those positive voices amplified. We live in a world where nothing has been more important. We're going to continue the conversation with Renee Carriol, the amazing uh, leadership leader and expert, world expert on leadership here. Uh, More to come right here at IGCF 2019. This is Pulse 95.
1: Pulse 95. A
0: story to tell. Pulse 95 Live at the IGCF, discussing a future of better communication for behavioral change and human development. Ahmad has got the book in his hands as we speak. It is, of course, Spike, (laughs) Strengths, Positively Identified, Kickstart, Excellence. What are you good at? All by the incredible author and uh, world leader when it comes to, to business leadership, Renee Cariol, he is with us here at The Pulse 95 live at studios. Uh, you know, and, and really important, you know, all of these things that you're touching on, Renee, uh, about how to focus on what's good, what's working, rather than focusing on, on what's bad and what's not.
1: And I would say not just what's good, what's great. Exactly. What's great. Exactly. What's great. And you know, it's, it's, it's essential. All of us are taught from the moment we go to school, focus on the things you're not so good at. Waste of time. Waste of time. So what, what we're really sought is, that, and we get it when our performance appraisals at work, you're, you sit down with your boss and your boss says to you, here's the two or three things you're good at. We ignore those. Here's 126 things you're not so good at. Will you focus on those for the next year? So you're going to spend the next year doing the things you're not so good at? We discovered a virtuous circle in terms of psychology. The things you tend to be good at, the things you tend to enjoy, the things you tend to enjoy, the things you tend to be good at. So you can imagine Omar's parents go to his school for the very first time when he's really young. If the teachers say, Omar's not very good at spelling, guess what they're going to focus on for the next six months? But what if they said, Omar's fantastic at geography? How are the parents going to feel? How's Omar going to feel? What's that going to do to his confidence? Yeah, It's He's a whole different conversation. You've changed Omar's home life. You've changed his expectations. You've changed his life. Maybe that's why I'm still scarred.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> never had that conversation. <laughs>
1: but Just catching your kids doing things right from an early age, we set them on a completely different path of confidence.
0: This is totally vital, isn't it? You, you it's, know, it, it's, it's
1: everything we do.
0: On, on on a personal level, on a government communication level, you know, it, it, everywhere, this is what we should be focusing on.
1: Do a job that you love, you never work a day in your life. Yes. Imagine waking up every day knowing that the day's going to be brilliant before you start. Oh, yeah. Imagine that everything you're going to touch that day is going to work out well. Amen. Just imagine it. It's not that far away. I don't have bad days my team do all the things i'm rubbish at i just do the two or three things i know i'm really good at and you know what life's like wonderful you know renee you're so cool (laughs) and one of the points in your book is stay cool (laughs) Chapter 10.
0: did you write that chapter
1: i i i'm you know i think me and you are on the same (laughs) wavelength you know i may be just a bit like older in age but like you know uh, oh my, look, you look far younger than I do. It's never, ever about age or experience. Today, I think that we're living in a world now where experience is perhaps overrated. Mm-hmm. All the things that has got, got people to the top no, may not be that relevant anymore. We have a generation who may not have the experience, but they have a knowledge and a clear understanding of the way technology works. They tend to be better traveled, better educated, better connected. Let's give them the opportunity. Yes. And maybe the way we get them to the top is find out everyone in the team is good at something. It's no longer feasible for the boss to answer every single question, but it's totally feasible for the team to. The question we need to ask ourselves, and here in of how committed are we to each other's success? And that is really cool because something you mentioned on page 274 is if you don't make a difference, you don't matter. Isn't that so true? And everybody can make a difference if they find out what their spikes are. So here's the big tip for everyone who's listening today. If you want to know what you're outstanding at, what you're great at, ask someone who loves you unconditionally. Mother, father, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, partner, husband, wife, just ask some, ask them. They may, they're not going to use management speak. They're going to say, you're really generous. You're really supportive. You're always there for me. You've got eyes in the back of your head. Whatever they say, listen to it and focus and hone that, fine tune it. Become outstanding at something. Not everyone can be brilliant at everything. We can all be brilliant at something.
0: I love it. I love it. What a way to end it. Rene Carriol, what well an done, absolute Rene. pleasure to have you with us here on Pulse 95 Live at the IGCF 2019.
1: My privilege, my pleasure. Thank amazing. you very much. Thank That's you amazing. so much. And thank sure you for the book.
0: Y- yeah, the, the book is outstanding. Spike is his book. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. A story to tell.